What's up, y'all? <laughs> Long time no talk. It's your girl, Sable Aurelia and Raven. Yes, I'm Raven now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into details why, but we just gonna stick to Raven. Yes, you got your identity. Yes, I found myself. It's been oh. wild that we've been taking a little break, but when I say we was taking a break, it was a good break. We doing a lot of revamping to the podcast to make things better for you guys and you know just to get our groove going. So we hope you guys like these new things that we have in store for you. Yes, yes, yes. We have been working hard. So stay tuned. You're going to start to notice the little things that we add in here and there. And I'm excited. Um, I was just talking to Raven about how salty I am that I don't have Disney Plus. Everybody on the internet looks so like they're having so much fun watching like all the shows i don't know about you right did you look at a lot of disney when you was younger yeah yes and no like i'm <laughs> my childhood was so <laughs> i yes I, okay. I like disney uh <laughs> i like disney movies a lot but i didn't think I, my my me having kids now i'm like i should have been headed but me just give me the lion king and a couple of other movies and i'm good i'm not like a disney fanatic but yeah. I would, it's nice, I, it sounds like it's nice to have because I probably stuff half the stuff I don't realize now that I'm like thinking off GP, that's Disney, that mm-hmm. when I go on there, I'll probably be like, dang, like, I, 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 what, this is what I'm missing out on. So, yeah, yes and no, I would say I was into Disney. I'm more of a horror kid oh. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that explains my childhood right here on elm street and in uh hell race <laughs> okay i definitely was watching i was it was a range of things but i loved disney channel original movies so i watched like the halloween towns and the twitches yeah, and stuff I didn't even think about that. And the Cheetah Girls. And yeah, stuff. I love the Cheetah Girls. Jackson. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, okay, I love that. Lizzie McGuire. So yeah, exactly, girl. Exactly. It's okay, coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. I had a moment. It's coming back. Yeah, let me go ahead. And, I'm going to have to put that on See, my and that's what I'm saying. Everybody on the internet is just having so much fun, and I'm so jealous because I want to go binge on that stuff, too. Now, I want a Disney Plus and chill and binge on some Kim Possible and Proud Family. I'm, you know what? We're going to have to make that happen, say. But we're going to... We, I'm coming I'm coming to Chicago. We're going to have a Disney... What? What's the... We can't do Disney Plus and Thrust. But we no. can Disney Plus and Us. Yeah, that's okay. I like that. Because I, I, I want to have some fun. But I've been thinking about... Well, one, I'm... I've been waiting to grow up. I don't know when it's going to happen. Because you talk about you wanted it for your kids. And I'm like, oh, but I want it for my <laughs> Right. That's true. <laughs> I tried to act mature. No, F them kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's for me. Not the way. Right. For me. So, but yeah, I do, I'm de- I do need to add that on my to-do list. Because it was a lot of, a lot of great Disney movies. That, and I think that's something that we need to relive is some the, when they actually cared and yeah. showed realistic teenagers, you know, yeah, teenagers. Like the, these teenagers that's become, well, I can't even say not, it's not realistic to become a star overnight, but we felt, we was able to relate more, I yeah. should say, to those teenagers that was, they were kids, up. like teenage, those were teenagers, or they were like tweens, yeah, um, 
they but you look at i look at shows like pretty little liars they supposed to be in high school but they it's like so drastically different the kids are so much like sexier and they doing a lot of adult stuff they, where right yeah. i mean we was doing stuff like that but we were sneaking they just go <laughs> they wearing what they mama wearing just go hey mom I'm out. I see you tomorrow. Like, no, right. <laughs> you know, and then you could, I feel like you can't really relate to stuff like that. Cause that's not real. At least not in black um, households. Uh, I say that every, I say I would have never lasted a second on pretty little lights. Cause I would, one, I would have told, just told my mama, like, look, I fucked up. I did some shit. I didn't got into some shit. And this is where we at. So A would have never been able to blackmail me in the first right. place. <laughs> over right right yeah she did have a lot on them and i at that point like me being uh, being so scared of my mama already i would i would have probably confessed some shit yeah not all of it but enough for a to be like damn i ain't got nothing on <laughs> next Boom, show over. I, was, I did i did stuff but i don't think i did enough like she had on them like it was like damn, that was crazy like, where was y'all parents at that's <laughs> what i always thought they was like they ain't got no supervision right so that yeah that that's why i like i think disney was more of more you can relate like you got in you got an f on your report card and you changed it to an a like yeah. stuff like that <laughs> versus like you sleeping with your teacher and, and it's just no one says anything about the, about this 17 year old sleeping with a grown-ass teacher though but right right exactly how times have changed yes and that's how you know we getting old because we talking about how times have changed. Right. I miss the good old days for kids were kids. And we had childhood where, where we pretend to be sick to watch Disney. Like, like to stay right. home and watch the new Cheetah Girls. Like, nah, we nah, we didn't pretend to be sick to go smoke weed, snort a line of coke. <laughs> Sneak off with the teacher at the lunch hour. Hell, you! Our high school was so small. Anyway, none of that was happening. Yeah, everybody knew everybody business. Man, so, so it ain't would, blackmail nobody. And you know, I had eyes on me every uh my, yeah. my BFF now. But in high school, she made sure that I was in, in every class, everything. Oh, I was talking about to... her high school teacher, y'all. She's her day best friends now. She we are friends. She, Stop. She, 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 she. Oh, she made me so mad. That's all. <laughs> because well, she, I, I could never come to your locker. She always made me go to class. Like what like no then it would didn't make it any better when you and that boy was together oh uh, she's a guard though i got my she stood by the door before the bell like she was waiting on you at the door i'm doing the side hand she was waiting on all of us yes yeah. everybody and it didn't help when i came in became a part of y'all uh division uh-huh <laughs> when i who was i who was the vision i was originally in no, that's not important sorry yeah. y'all we going back down memory lane a little bit <laughs> but that's what we really want to talk about was how growing up you know our expectations versus reality so say but what was the some of the things you expected growing up I actually, I guess for me, I expected what I saw around me. And it just looked like a lot of fun. Like the adults was always 
turned the fuck up. In hindsight, a lot of other shit makes sense. <laughs> like what they was having, they was having a lot of fun. But as far as like the response, that's why I'm not seeing. I didn't know nothing about the responsibility part because everybody was having a fucking time of their life. But a lot of just, I get to do what I want. I get to drink. Yes. I get to curse. Yeah. I get to just come and go as I please. I just was, couldn't wait to have independence and do whatever the fuck I wanted to do I, when I want to do it. Yeah, that's how I was. And I think mine was more so, uh, I got to get the fuck up out this house. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I was so obl- blind to stuff. I never knew what a tax season was until I got older. Like, yeah, I didn't know my either. mom was getting these racks on racks back. And I'm like, well, what the hell were you doing with this money? Like, yeah. you know, I never knew about none of that. And I just was like, I always say, I, I can't wait till I get grown. I can't wait till I get grown. Now I'm like, damn. What the fuck? Because that's what I mean. Like, I who talked to us about taxes? Yeah. Who talked to us about fucking health plans? Who right. talked to us? about any of this fucking shit as far as a lot of the adults that I have seen growing up and it's been a wide range but I'm thinking of a select few who were the ones who always was turning up and they were irresponsible as fucking other aspects of life and I'm realizing that's why it's so fucking stressful because nobody figured it out and I feel like I I'm, I'm learning. You, I am learning how to be an adult as an adult, but a lot of this shit was teachable when we was what much younger. Yes, and I didn't learn how. It's sad. It's sad. It took you took me eighteen years and being out on my own away from college to learn how to be an adult to learn that sh- bills. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still fall. learning that. Yes, yeah. like you know, it's just. What, how many times, Sable, have you used pie? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is shit that could have been, like, why yeah. are we not most, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of women don't know how to cook because they were never yeah. taught. My mom did not start cooking until we left the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. don't, I have to, whatever I learned how to cook, I learned on my own. Right. So, why are we not, why is this stuff not being taught in classes? Why are we not talk about stocks and bonds, how to save, how to clear Damn. your credit? Like most credit. Yes. Credit. Most, black, most black people. No, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of black kids are, that are, are adults now, credit is messed up due to parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Putting stuff in their Yeah. And, and it's because they didn't know. We didn't know how important it was going to be to have good credit as you yeah. got older. I didn't know anything about credit. I'm thinking you pay everything cash, you know? Mm-hmm. So why weren't we taught these things as we were as growing up so that we wouldn't be in the predicaments that we, we're in now? Penny pension and working more than one job just to survive. You go to school for four years. And still, you you paying off student loans, yeah. still in debt. Like, and why why are we not taught this? But my thing is, I would love to have a white per or not even just a white person, somebody of another race, talk about how were they taught these things growing up? Mm-hmm. Because 
half my coworkers talk about how good credit they got and yeah. they this, that, and the third. And I'm over there sipping my tea like, well, no. I have to pay <laughs> off this bill and I have a credit score of so <laughs> right. I'm not going to um, chime you know, in on that one. <laughs> exit. <laughs> I got to go make some copies real quick. So, <laughs> so I definitely, I think it's more of a class thing than a race thing. I think people, because it's some, I'm pretty sure it's some middle class, probably middle to upper class Black families that have conversations with their kids about that stuff because they got money. So if you in a grew up in a household with people who never had money and they don't really think about the, they don't know nothing about credit. And it seems, I look at it like this, when we was in school it was always like the dirty kid or something and we were all people would talk about the dirty kid but we all went to the same school we all in the same neighborhood like we all he just wearing his poverty a little bit worse than ours but we all really in the same predicament some of us is just a little bit better than others and mm-hmm. so Basically, we all, none of us, our parents don't really know, for the most part, much about credit. You can tell by the way they credit scores probably look, and that's why they was getting shit in our names and stuff. And then their parents, of course, probably didn't know much about it as Black people in America. My my dad was grew up in the 50s and 60s in the South, so I definitely knew my grandma wasn't teaching him nothing about. And your dad went to college, right? Yeah, he did, which yeah. was rare. Yeah, was, that's what I was going to say. It was rare. And I'm glad, like, a few things that you t- you said, like, kind of, it's so crazy that you said that because I'm in a, a diverse class now, and we had to do an assignment on class, and they showed the video of a white, quote-unquote, white trash woman, and mm-hmm. she has three sons and one of her sons is like so ashamed of her well let me back back and give her a backstory up real quick so she she said her dad had 22 kids Ooh, and so she's been poor all her life mm-hmm. and so she pretty much was pretty much saying that being poor is all she knows so that's the mentality that she have is that i'm gonna be poor regardless yeah. so she said she had been on welfare she got this she's not on welfare no more but she's working at burger king fast forward she has a son who's so ashamed of her because she wears her burger king outfit everywhere because i guess she's proud like she's proud yeah, of you she know that good bit of accomplishment yeah and he's ashamed of her he don't want to introduce he wear he still we would look at him and be like you're still white trash but he dresses a little bit what he considers better and he mm-hmm. feel like he's better than his brothers and her mm-hmm. so that's it's, it's just funny how you say it. it's not a race thing it is definitely a class thing because mm-hmm. he feel like he's above them but yeah. you're still right there like you know yeah. you're living in this trailer mm-hmm. you feel you know doing your mom still works at burger king but he it's just like it made me think like it's all about your mentality as well because mm-hmm. she had that mentality that poverty is all she know she's been poor her whole life she wants to be a teacher this lady about 55 50 years old she might not even be that old she just mm-hmm. looked that old because yeah. you know so mm-hmm. she she's like i want to go to school i want to be a teacher or whatever so she has goals but her 
mindset is stuck on poor mm-hmm. that she don't she don't think and then she don't her oldest son not making it any better yeah. by making her feel ashamed and yeah. embarrassed you know so it's just it's crazy how you said that we everybody wear it different because mm-hmm. think about the school we went to it was mm-hmm. kids who had jordans on mm-hmm. kids who had air force all the name brand shoes and my mom shopped at the thrift store. Yeah. Everybody talk about how proud they are to shop at the thrift store, but we I was so ashamed of that back then. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. you know, that's what we did. So everybody who knows <laughs> could have been fake Jordan's that it's always all about how you wear it. And you it is all about how you wear it because some of those people you found out their parents was on drugs and yeah. then they actually was living a hard ass fucking life, but they had those nice shoes on though. So at least they didn't look it or yeah. we could and tell what they was going on and I think of the episode of um the I mean the scene in Django when he finally gets to pick his outfit and he picked the most flashiest fucking blue crushed blue suit velvet suit with the hat and the ruffles and all that and I think that's how we do like we we flashy we love name brand we yeah. love trying to outdo each other with especially with clothes and jewelry and all of that to try to like overcompensate for a lot of shit that's probably yeah. going on. And as I like, even with my kids, because growing up, I didn't have like the most name brand stuff. I think my uncle bought me my first Jabot strap outfit, and I wore that like every special occasion. Yeah, and, like, and he don't, he probably don't even know to this day because he had money back then. Like you know, so he probably mm-hmm. didn't know how much that means to, meant to me. Mm-hmm. that's the reason he walking me down the aisle but i'm just saying it just make make you think as with my kids i want i let them get everything which is bad because i feel bad for what i didn't have so i want them growing up feeling like they don't need or want for nothing yeah so my kids are spoiled to the mm-hmm. max you know and i do like keeping them in nice stuff now i won't sit and say i don't shop at the goodwill or at the thrift store i, shop, I go thrift store you know? And, and you find nice stuff there, but like it it's nice all about thing. how you wear it because it may just like you said, Django. You ever seen Dope the movie? Yes, love that movie. That, yes, one a really good movie actually. And do you remember the scene where he had two? I think he had two fake Louis bags when he was turning in the money. Yeah, and he was like one is real and one is fake. Yeah, but it's it's pretty pretty much he was saying it's about how you wear it. Yeah, so they gonna automatically assume the black chick got the fake bag, you know, versus the white woman whose bag is probably the fake one. Mm-hmm. But it's really just how you are, all about how you wear it. Right. So that's, like you said, that everybody wears mm-hmm. they, their poverty different, their brokenness, their richness different. Because you have, look at Kanye West. He dressed regular, regular, schmegler. Hobo, hobo chic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kim Kardashian wearing um what they say, Lori like Lori Lightfoot suits. <laughs> oh my God, that's so we don't we are petty people. You gotta love our people though. Like they 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 waste no time. zero zero. <laughs> they got memes of her and and with other people and everything. I'm like y'all. Who? What was the meme? What I just saw it. She's with a group of people. Was it Kings of Comedy? I ain't see it. Maybe. Okay, I got to see it. They got her photoshopped with the Kings of Comedy because you know they all That's the dude look like that. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> terrible. 
That was a sad note. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> it, it just made me think like we do we do very different because you could be uh, rich as hell and we'll still shop at Walmart. I always said that though. No matter how rich, knock on wood, that I pray I become or wealthy, not rich, mm -hmm. how wealthy I pray I become, I will still be that teacher or whatever career I am, shopping at Dollar Tree. Yeah. At like, I, I just, that's just, I don't know if that's just because I'm always growing up wanting to save, 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 budget, budget, budget. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm always scared that I'm going to be broke. Like, yeah. I don't like it, knowing, like, that's one thing adulthood teach you too. The feeling of being broke is the one of the worst. It's such a fear, girl. It's like a stomach turd. I don't wish that feeling on nobody. And I had plenty of moments, especially in college. Like even with my kids, and I just was like, I will. I pray my kids never have to. Yeah, ever. that's college. Real. Me, 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 and Corey, five dollars, survived a whole week eating cheeseburgers from mm -hmm. like if the struggle is real and if you never been through the struggle you're not going to be able to relate to it like yeah. because i but i would never wish that feeling that's why i feel for people who 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 are poor and who yeah struggle growing up like because that's I know what that feeling I that's know that what feeling well. girl and that's I, exactly what it is that's why i have the same feeling i grew up grew up super super poor and before we moved around here and shit even around here and knowing growing up like that made me it was like if I ever have kids that's probably why uh another reason why I was like I just can't have kids frivolously out here because I would never want them to ever live without lights yeah. or be evicted from a place or have to sleep on a full-time mattress with me in somebody's house or other things that I have had to do with my mama growing up so i'm just like i definitely being the it's because nobody ever talked to us about money we don't know what the fuck we doing we are out here learning about trial and error and it's fucked up that the error is so severe like it's like you yeah. one false moving you living on the fucking street it's like chess yeah, <laughs> we don't know chance. what the yes. fuck we do. Like, and, and again, that's why I'm saying like all this shit could have been taught to us had anybody. Could, but at least our parents knew this shit. They know that bare minimum. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all need to let me know. I can never ever recall a conversation that any adult had with me about paying my bills. Never, <laughs> not one, not one. I, I've got had a, a, a conversation where where I need um half of your check, but yeah, right. I had a conversation on make sure you pay your bills a week ahead of time so that you're not trying to pay it on the due date. Yeah, and keep track late, and then now you got a late fee on top of the due, fee, and then yeah. oh you can't pay the late fee yet, so now it's gonna roll over. Next thing you know, you got a disconnection notice. Why? <laughs> Why? Why were we not taught this stuff? This is stuff that, and I swear to God, my kids will know this because if I knew then what I know now, I'm definitely not where I want to be. But I, I, you know, I feel like I, I'm getting a little bit closer to it. But I got a long way to go. I got a long way to go. So I will definitely start them off young, like yeah. So what are some of the 
life lessons that you want to make sure that you leave your kids here with yeah what's some definitely saving like Mm -hmm. saving have high expectations for everything don't settle don't ever settle with like know your worth as well because these jobs will make you feel like you're not shit so you have to know your worth and don't take the first i'll always tell them don't take the first deal like Mm -hmm. no fight for fight for what you believe you deserve so mm-hmm. I I could go on and on. Like, yeah. I could go on but not just in, in what in and in well, life, life life in general too. Yeah. Be ca- surround yourself around positive people. Be careful who you call a friend. Mm-hmm. Live life like it like it's your last day living. Like mm-hmm. just and and don't think about it too much. Yeah, I think we don't said think that. About it too much. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just so much like I would I just hope with my me having a daughter and having a black son, I fear for both of them. Mm-hmm. Sex trafficking on so I don't even know where to start with what I would tell them. Yeah. But like you said, life is about trial and error. I'm still trying to figure shit out. We are. And once I figure this shit out, I have it set for them of like, okay, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's some of the some of the things. And I know as I keep talking, be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But and as life go on, like I tell I teach try and teach my son listen before you speak listen really listen to because some if you so big and that's that's a really something i have to work on myself stop speaking first to understand then to be understood you know Mm -hmm. so that's what just it's something called the seven habits of living and Mm -hmm. i really like them when we need to talk about that one thing It, it referred to you you could do we did it in the education aspect but you could do it as life and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to you about it off air okay seven habits of living and you will see you it will probably be some things where you like yeah i definitely would want to teach my kids those things in myself in yourself yeah absolutely yeah so what well we i know you don't have any now but what's some of the things like when you do because i know you want kids when you you know when we figure Mm -hmm. shit out What's some of the things you would want them to know growing going on with life? I would want definitely whatever financial education that I can give them about credit, building credit and late fees and savings accounts, stocks, bonds, yes, all of that. I would. I would definitely tell them to I would I would the philosophy of life is gonna be that shit happens yes and so it's and you can't that's something that you can't change the only thing that you can control is yourself and I really really want my kids to understand like if I have them that the world is so is fucked up and I want them to be so centered and grounded in who they are that they can stay who they are no matter what the fuck is going on around them. So just no matter. So I would want to pour into them like you that just love. This like love yourself. You fuck everybody else. Don't try to be like nobody else. Just be unapologetically you all the fucking time. And but you have to have like a, a general respect. I would just want to teach them how to be a good human being. 
Like you have to have a general respect for everybody, but you don't have don't ever let nobody violate yours. Just like just how to be. I would want them to know how to be a hum, a good human being because I think so many different people are attracted to me. I'll be looking at my friend group like it's so diverse, diverse as fuck, all over the place. And I was gonna speak on that. That like, what was that intersectional? Is Intersectionality. Intersect. So. I, if you were to have kids, I can imagine your kids being like that, which is definitely a good thing because I feel like you have like an open mind to people. Like, yeah, we have our side where we be like, bitch, like, do you see? Yeah. But like, you, you genuinely do have like a dear, a, a, a diverse yeah friends and that's that's awesome to have mm-hmm. like because you that mean you can see as a uh, different perspective yeah from different races from men from women mm-hmm. and that's how you able to like learn about different cultures yes. and everything and open broaden your horizon so yes. I, I was gonna say like i would that's definitely something you teaching your kids to love themselves and be open and to other people and be inter have intersection section yeah. I want to say intersexuality, not sexual. Yeah, intersectional. <laughs> That's a new word she taught me that I'm working more on being. You want to explain what that is on a sidebar a little bit? Yeah, I can. So it's just the idea of we all all basically all of our struggles are con- interconnected we can't i can't say i'm pro-black if i'm homophobic or if i'm anti-semitic or anything that's anti-anything you can't be entirely you can't really be about the people if you find any way to exclude any group so i think to me it's real important to just be accepting of every if you're an adult making decisions that's not hurting nobody unless they want to be hurt because you know that whatever your thing, um, then who am I to judge? And I think, and I believe that everybody deserve a generally like dignity and respect and that on what you do, your personal choices don't determine the rights that you should have. Don't determine the respect that you should get. You a human being like I am. Yeah. Just like y'all she, she had to um, get me together on Miss Summer Walker. she shut me down real quick i was about to go ahead and delete the whole thread (laughs) (laughs) but no like that's that's really why i love having her as a co-host because she she be opening my mind to more stuff like thinking outside the box about stuff and educating me on stuff so that's why I feel like we kind of balance each other out. And I love that. That's why I said I love that about you. And I feel like that's definitely something I could see your little rugrats having, like that whole welcome. They're going to be weird as fuck, but it's going to be cool. <laughs> They're gonna be like little black hippie kids, but that's okay. Though. Little yeah. um, rainbowish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see you as rainbow, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that because that's what we need. Like, we we just we just we need to break these curses and 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 get our teach our kids better. Yes. Like this world is so hateful and ugly. That's what like, it is. So, I mean, I'm not saying put them in bubbles, but show them that it's 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 more to life. It is, struggling. but they can't be naive. That's why I'm like, yes. I want them oh, to know okay. shit is gonna happen. People think the uh, the answer is 
to shelter them from shit. No, I think I'm kind of, I am very thankful. I was meant for me to go through all the fuck shit that I have to go through because now it's like a, now I know that I could survive anything. And I also know that the world is fucked up, but, and I have a choice of like what I put into it too. Now you think that you got your kid around here thinking everything is like rainbows and sunshines. It's inevitable. They going to, end up running into some fucked up shit, it's going to tear them the fuck apart because they're not going to know how to handle it. It's like being yeah. blindsided. It's, it's telling people the truth about the world. It's not going to like, it's, I think it's important. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is because it'll be, the, it'll be a rude awakening. Yeah. But that's one thing I don't I don't want my kids to have is a rude awakening. Like, damn mom, you couldn't you couldn't warn warn a nigga like <laughs> You know what I was gonna say? I was gonna say, you know, when you lie to your kids about the truth, you end up with Tariq's. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. You know what? Yeah, you ain't up yeah. Yes. And I was <laughs> little mini goat. And that's all he wanted was for them to keep it 100 from the beginning. Yeah. How hard yes, is it to say I used to sell drugs back in the day? I grew yes, up. I, like that's I, a part of, yeah, yeah, that's a part of your life. That's a part of your struggle. You supposed to share shit like that. So that your kid, you know, you know, like I did this fucked up shit that I'll never want you to touch. So you would never have to, but you trying to hide it. And yep. that's not you. Make them naive. It look what happened. Yep. And then they look got, sad to say they lost the child. I mean, this is not a real story, but they lost it could happen. They we lost talking the about child. power. Okay, if you didn't yeah, pick yeah. up on that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're probably like, what the hell is speaking on but it is like that like the i don't think that was message people picked up on it like they didn't pick up on yeah that you keep just keep it real with your kids you don't have to tell them everything like you didn't kill the couple of people but just let them know like i did this for you like you yeah. said so you don't have to struggle absolutely but that's um, why he, like, he got to be many ghosts because they ain't want to keep it real that's mm-mm-mm. so anything so what about your ideas of what love and relationships and dating was like <laughs> what was what was it like when you was young expectations versus oh, reality oh my god I was so dumb <laughs> shut up it's all about growth right like yeah, I, right, I, true I, so, girl so here's my thing on relationships versus then and now i i've learned so much and i and people don't understand not having a male figure around that definitely does something to you now it made me a better i am proud of the person i am today but it definitely has an effect on you because i was looking for love from all the Mm -hmm. wrong people I'm not saying I went out and prostituted or anything, but I did. I had a lot of boyfriends, nothing mm-hmm. serious, but it, I was, I was naive. Like mm-hmm. I was naive when it came to boys because I felt like I needed that security mm-hmm. and just wanted somebody to like me. I did have low self-esteem too. Like my family thought I was going to be gay. So mm-hmm. I, it was, it was just, I was putting myself in like anybody who told me I was cute or like me. Okay, you my boyfriend now. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
I, I've learned a lot from each, I always learn a lot from each friend, each person, whether it was something positive or negative, but it's, it, it added to the growth to be the person I am now. Right. Now I go like, and being with somebody for 10 plus years, you learn hella a lot. Like yeah. I learned so much and it, it made me just an eye open, opener to, to a lot of shit. Like mm-hmm. I have a zero tolerance for bullshit from anybody. Well, that's friends, relationships, anything. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much talks about I'm naive, being naive and just thinking that all anybody tell you Q, you like them. And and I I wish I had like somebody, not even just them. It didn't even have to be a male figure because my brother. When my brother was living, he was a hoe, so that didn't help. Like, yeah. <laughs> he did put me up on game when he could. Like, yeah. he knew, you know, a little, just a little something. But I feel like if I had somebody telling me, like, Raven, no. Like, he's just you. He just want this. Or, you know, just it, it ain't even about him just wanting to do better or never lower your, your expectations mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I would, you know, I feel like I wouldn't, I would have had a better turnout with the guys, the boys that I mm-hmm. date. What about you? <laughs> um, I know a little bit of your, uh, enough from high school on up, but yeah. just in general. Um, I think when I was, see, I did get a lot of these niggas ain't shit, don't trust them from shit, my mama, my brothers, everybody. and. I like it because I got a boyfriend as soon as I well actually my first little little boyfriend was before I was like in what I would say seven or eighth grade that I like kissing on him and stuff like that I was like seven or eighth grade but then my first like real boyfriend I would say my first love will be in high school I think I was in high school for like a month by the time me and him got together and we was together for the the three years to my junior year and it was like oh my god Sable got a boyfriend and she faithful like it was in my family it's like what are you doing like we telling you these niggas ain't shit and you don't get in the whole relationship and be faithful to a nigga a nigga who was cheating on me Like, what the fuck? Dirty dog. For three years. <laughs> just like, break up. We broke up. We Weekend, we come back taking pictures. Like, stupid shit. Friday, we break up. Monday, like, oh, yeah, we, we got back together, and then we went to go take some pictures. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> Pretty shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, three years in high school. And then turned around and did stupid shit. Got wet. But he was. A rebound, if I ever could describe what that probably was. Super rebound uh, yeah. that lasted a year. <laughs> Again, stupid was faithful to another nigga that was cheating on me. And then they, I, just I was divorced. Ooh, I hate y'all. <laughs> and then I just was like living my best fucking life after that. Like I'm not getting another relationship. I'm just gonna be out here fucking these niggas. And living my best life. And that's exactly what I was doing. All the way from college all the way to out. I graduated. And then I got into a, a, I don't even know what I was doing with that. So I just kind of avoided commitment for my whole adult life. But I think it was good because I I needed to 
I think I got into that last situation that I was in and it was such a fucking train wreck that I needed to learn. And then I was trying to figure out what the fuck, how the fuck did I end up with him? What was it about me? I hated my, who I was with him was so much that I was just like, so I thought that I was like a victim in previous situations, which they were still fucked up, but clearly I had some shit going on too that I never noticed until I reflected on that situation and I just been trying to get myself together since then and been realizing that love and relationships is a lot about like one you I feel like you have to be a whole it has to be two people who feel like they whole because you can't be looking for somebody to fill a void Mm -hmm. or that's gonna fix something or solve a problem or the answer to something and I also realize it's about a lot about your communication say that and that's something that our parents don't even really didn't really know how to communicate with us properly so they definitely ain't never teach us nothing about that so i realized it's so much it's a lot about like just a partnership it's not it's you it's not the like um rom-coms but it can be with the right person if y'all have good communication and all those things, but I definitely feel like if the younger me would, if I would have stayed in that mentality, would be probably married to a dude who was probably like my first <laughs> love. If but I would have okay. that mentality, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'll let's talk about com- that communication component and with parents. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's so funny that you say that, though, because, and that's another thing that I would want to teach my kids, well, if we go back to that, speak up, and, like, don't be afraid to express how you feel. I noticed, like, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, our parents tell us, shut up, stay in a child's Mm -hmm. place, be quiet, and that's my struggle me almost 30 years old, still not knowing how to communicate with me. This is, like, the most I've ever talked. I'm more of a texter or writer to say my, express my feelings. And sometimes you might even hear me like talking in circles because I'm still learning how to communicate. And even with, in the relationship that I'm in now, communication is where we struggle because I don't know how to communicate how I feel without shutting down. Yeah. So I instantly think us having a debate is we're arguing mm-hmm. or it's about to be a fight so I shut down and mm-hmm. versus me saying well this is what happened I didn't like that how what could we do to fix it so it doesn't happen again mm-hmm. or and now I, I just shut down so I, I feel like that probably is probably because me when I was younger I was so timid I didn't mm-hmm. like to talk around around people because you just it's all you always told to shut up be quiet mm-hmm. you know go sit down and when you if anything that you say is against your parents is you talking back yeah. Or you know you 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 know how they exaggerate stuff, or you mm-hmm. yelling and you know like, dang, I ain't even say nothing. Like right. you can't talk <laughs> to me forever, so you get in trouble for saying things. So I definitely think communication with relationships with your kids with period yes. is like a main component that you need to teach um, to your kids to yourself. Yeah. Uh, relationships. In order to be successful, absolutely. No, anything to that's like the number one. If I was to say, give any kind of relationship advice, because you know what helped us, destiny fulfilled. 
that's helped that's what helped us get through our break. <laughs> so oh shout God. out to Destiny Child and yes. Destiny for Cooper. Both were dating guys with the same name. And that's how we just survived by listening to that. We they communicated for us how we feel. Yeah. I remember going crying to my ass out. Yes. I told myself that I will make but you know what so, you know what I was thinking about this is so random why don't <laughs> we talking about we talking about money we talked about relationship why don't black people like the doctors <laughs> yeah that's that's another struggle that's something I was telling my kids make sure you go get your checkup <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> It because, is true. I, I agree with that. <laughs> it, I don't go to the doctor about enough. not liking the doctors. Yeah, we don't. Scared. I think I it's probably watching Grey's Anatomy. You scared you gonna you go for a headache and now you got to get a, tu- a a brain tumor. So just like <laughs> stuff like that scares me. But no, I do feel like health is important, and, and I think we we put it off too much as black people instead of going to check you know getting our checkups like we should and i just wonder why is that like why do why do people stray away from going to the doctor now well nowadays these doctors are crazy too yeah that's i personally think as black people we scared because they always experimented on us and they thought they were historically you know they literally john hopkins used to steal Black people, homeless black people, or people black people, they think we're attached, uh, attached to anyone and do experiments on them and stuff wow. in the day. So historically, they, we have a mistrust of like every fucking thing because they fucking ruined everything for us. Yeah, do you just spit some knowledge? I didn't even know that about John Hopkins. And I, um, if you the, I believe that's where the Hiria lacks. Was that where she was at? I believe, yeah, but. It's, I don't know, I don't go to, I go to like my, as women, we have, men don't have like a pap smear like we do. So I right. make sure I get that, but I don't get like physicals and right. go to the general, I guess, physician enough. I don't know how often we're supposed to do that yeah. as adults, but I think our parents don't do, go to doctors enough either or take my, I know neither one of my parents, for a fact, no. neither one of them take care of either one of them struggling with physical health and the other one struggling with emotional health. And I just like, as I wish that like, as a, as a, um, I would want to take care of myself for my kids. I guess that's another thing that I would think of to think of it in that aspect of it. Like I would never want my kids to see me give up or feel like I'm not, I want to take care of myself while I'm with them as long as possible. That's how I feel too. Like it's funny because I don't know. My we you go get your checkups, yeah, for school when you're growing up, but you really don't like my mom. I told her last week I'm in so much pain, like with my back. She told me drink water. Like what the fuck? <laughs> they don't know nothing. Yeah. No, I'm like <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's like that just shows you. First of all, water is not the cure for everything. For anything. <laughs> but dehydration. For anything. That's, that's for it. Any- that's it. That's all. And so I'm like, no, that's the problem now. Like, like, if my child comes to me and say, like, something's hurting them, 
and it's con like okay first time i'm gonna let it see but if it's something constantly hurting you you go to the doctor so that's the thing like we have to teach our kids like make sure you self-help is important like mm -hmm. you, you checkups and i said self-help self-care self <laughs> is important yeah. you want to make sure you healthy and you live in for you living for if you living for other people and you living for yourself so it's important if you go to the doctor they'll say well do you do you have any preference though because i know some people like only i wouldn't i don't feel i've never had a male doctor me neither. So i don't think I, I don't want a male doctor i had well once and when i was in north carolina it was only the l a male OBGYN who could put in my iud that was the only time that I had a male doctor, but I do prefer a woman. And it, I searched, made sure, like I could, was adamant to find a black woman this time. So I have now I have a black woman as my primary OBGYN, which I'm like, okay, because I, I, but actually before I moved to North Carolina, I had she was a black woman too. So my, I would, I would love to have a black female doctor I, I prefer women now my OBGYN was a white woman and when I say this woman made me feel so comfortable like she yeah. was like one of the homies yeah. versus I had my general doctor was um she was either Jamaican or African I, I don't know the difference to say mm -hmm. but she was she we all black mm -hmm. and she was so rude to mm -hmm. me like she was mm -hmm. like anything that i like was concerned about she just kind of just threw it off if i didn't book that appointment and talk about things that i made that appointment for she would tell me to make an appointment about it so it just <laughs> she was petty yeah like so yeah. i was like i don't know i always hear stuff about like how they don't like black women anyway Who? but it just uh africans Oh. Yeah, so I I hear that quite. I don't know how true it is, but I do hear that a lot. That they don't they love black men, but don't like black women because they think that we're like that. We think we better than them, which we're all in one and the same. But mm -hmm. whatever. So I I I think my overall pref I could get a feel. I would love a black woman, but like my experience with one, it made me like. Dang, this here here go this white doctor that made me feel like I could tell her anything versus you that may just wanted to get me in and out. Like yeah. not even really listening to what never made eye contact or anything. The one the white lady that I had in North Carolina was amazing. She was awesome. I loved her too, but I still prefer black women. And yeah. I mean every it's shitty people in every race. Hopefully, if you have another one, she wouldn't be like that. But. Yeah. And I wouldn't be like, oh no, I'm I'm never gonna try and you know get a black doctor again but i'm just saying that's my experience yeah. with you can't say like all white people are you know because yeah. i like my white lady too she was cool yeah she like she was real cool like um, we talking with my legs open like, <laughs> like she was cool. so yeah. i think that's uh i don't know why it is like i wouldn't want a male one though i think it's just the level of comfortability like I wouldn't even be be comfortable, and you wouldn't, you can't relate. I feel like you can't relate to my yeah. women issues. I would have so many questions about why. Why are you in this profession? Why did you choose this particular? 
field. Oh, looking at vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> but so. I, yeah, so I don't know. That would be. I do think that we we do need to take better care of ourselves. We eat horribly. Yes. We don't exercise. No, some of us do, but we do. We need to eat better. We need to get more physical exercise. We do need to take better care of ourselves. Go to it's like we want the easy way out. Now, I'm not knocking anybody who have any type of surgery done to your body. Like, do you, boo? I want a breast reduction. But I do feel like sometimes that's the easy way out versus like just changing your lifestyle. Yeah, because that don't make you healthy. Drinking more, drinking water. <laughs> right, right. It don't, it don't, it don't, it don't make you healthy. It just, it just makes your appearance better. But like I said, I'm not knocking anyone who does it. But I'm just saying we, we look for the easy way out instead mm-hmm. of changing our lifestyle, which could possibly help us live longer. You know, that's so. the hardest thing. You sacrifice your comfort, being comfortable, to be better off in the long run i think that's that's and it is really hard to give up what you used to and just trust that shit gonna work out right trust that you gonna i could never be vegan or vegetarian never never ever ever <laughs> i don't think i could ever give up bacon so i can't give up pork for 100 i can give up just about everything except bacon i can give up bacon. I can, my now my household can't, but I can because mm. I don't eat bacon like that. Like I, so mm. I will only. I'm out. I'm more of an out of sight, out of mind person. So okay. if it's not in the household, I, mm. I, I, I'm okay without it. You know. Mm. So I, I now I do love some. Now don't if your mama offer me a bacon. And, some grits don't think i'm gonna turn it down but i feel like i could yeah. be without of yeah. it like for ham or for thanksgiving i'm gonna need a ham some ham but <laughs> i i, I could be okay without it but yeah i know a lot of people that's like hell ain't no great way in hell i'm giving up bacon that's yeah. the that's the deal cutter right there but we i don't know adulthood is just the it is the worst hood that I ever been in. I want a refund. I want to go back to my childhood, but not really because I love, I do love being independent. Like I do love, it's hard, but I love the direction that shit is going in. I'm figuring shit out. I love the I, learning that I'm not the only one going through this shit. Because sometimes you kind of feel like you're the only one who's struggling, who don't know what the fuck you're doing. So it do help to yeah. talk to people and realize, like, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're doing either. Hey, that's, that's great. And so, that's, that's what we, we was just talking about that the other day, though, because mm-hmm. me and Say we've been friends since we fought. 14 going on what 16 years now and we was just like damn you going through that i, I would have never known because i always tell Sable like i look at her like the strong friend and we was just having a venting session and i'm like damn like we we both going through something and it was like i'm like why is it that we felt we couldn't we got this close ass friendship college we felt like we couldn't go to each other because it's because we both didn't want to burden each other yeah. with our problems but it just it makes you realize how many people were struggling with you i would not do my childhood over but if they gave me a me chance to start maybe at like 18 yeah. and i knew like if i knew what i know uh-huh. now 
at 18, I think I would be better off because I had so many opportunities Uh to just be better and Uh I just didn't. Like, yeah. but like, like life, is, <laughs> life is all about it's all about growth. I'm still yeah, growing yeah. as we all are. So Absolutely. I just I'm glad I I wouldn't I don't have any regrets. So everything I look at is like a life lesson. Absolutely. Know, That's the way you got to I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have a lot of mistakes that I made, but no regrets. Like I, I just as life go on no matter how old you are you just got to do better and want better yeah absolutely i agree girl what we got to get what we want hey (laughs) and as you i I got a fantasy of being a stripper so say the word (laughs) (laughs) but i agree with everything you said i i would not do any of it over i wish that i it would i mean yeah i wouldn't do any of it over it's some shit that like okay give me three things to change. Maybe these three things I'll go back and right. change. Right. Three, <laughs> three things. But overall, I'm okay with where I'm at. The shit, the struggles that I had to go through, I just assume it's preparing me for whatever is next. So that's all I can do. <laughs> so then pretty much the moral, <laughs> the moral yeah. of this story is, you know, life is all about growth. Mm-hmm. And you you open your mind, and and if you have kids, won't better for your kids. Teach your kids. There's so much information out there. Like I learned so much from be be friends with Save on Facebook and watch how much you learn. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's it. Like we all struggling. Nobody's yes. is, is everybody's struggle is just different. You yes. know so. Don't don't so talk about it with each other because yes, communication. <laughs> yeah. And a little side note about your know, what you're gonna teach your kids, you gotta show them because kids do more what you do yes. than what you say. So that means that's those lifestyle yes. changes we were talking about. You have to be what you want them to be. You you gotta show yes. them. Actions speak louder than words, and we're gonna end it on that note, y'all. All right, y'all. Thanks for Yeah, all right, peace. Thanks for coming in the kitchen.